0: welcome to backyard philosophy a podcast where a couple friends grab some cold ones sit around the fire and talk about science philosophy and history crack one open sit back and get a good laugh as we discuss everything from automation to why the meaning of life is 42.
1: hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is out of the Declaration of Independence that Thomas Jefferson helped write to England when the United States was first becoming a country. This kind of spurned the freedom, at least from monarchies, freedom in the modern world, created what is the leader of the free world, Today we're going to be talking about freedom. What is freedom? Can you have freedom? What is freedom to you? And can you be truly free? Mike, how are you doing? And what are you drinking?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I'm drinking some vodka and peach orange juice mixed together. So I'm a happy camper. How about yourself, Nick? How are you doing? What are you drinking?
1: I'm doing great. I got some Coors Light in bottles because everything tastes better out of a bottle.
0: That it does. And boy freedom did not think that would be such a hill to climb and freedom by itself is harder to find nick i would say just not straight out the bat trying to come up with a definition or looking up definitions of freedom it's not really a good one
1: no i also had a hard time defining freedom and uh then i was reading some of the stuff the founding fathers wrote obviously like the declaration but like the federalist papers and stuff trying to figure out like trying to see if they define freedom i searched for stuff thomas jefferson said and then i was like well they kind of use liberty and freedom the same so maybe liberty means one thing and freedom means another thing and and it turns out they mean the same thing they're just freedom is an uh, english word and liberty has french roots but they essentially are used interchangeably and mean the same thing and so that really didn't help me either of defining freedom. Now, if I and this isn't the best definition, but I feel like it's kind of like pornography or it's like I know it when I see it, but I can't define it.
0: Well, you definitely know pornography when you see it, Nick. That's for sure. You, I would say, are the expert at it. He he he. Just kidding. But yeah, no, uh, freedom. Such a simple word and simple concept, but so much debate behind it on what it actually means to be free. And freedom to me, well, how about we start with this? How about I tell what some of my personal freedoms are or like how I am free and then maybe use some Nick and then we go from there. Sound like a plan? sounds like a plan so my freedoms that i currently have or what i would consider freedoms is i have choice right now i can choose not to go into work i could choose to eat whatever food i want i could choose to stay up all night playing video games with nick granted we'll get into that later that those come with some caveats but I have freedom of choice. Or that to me is like the biggest freedom. Or the freedom that all the other freedoms in my own personal life stem from is freedom of choice. Granted, I'm also living in America where I'm not currently in chains, enslaved, or, you know, living under a dictatorship. Fingers crossed it stays that way. Who knows? But freedom. Freedom's like a myth. It's so beautiful and hard to find. that it almost seems like it can't be real what about you nick
1: i feel like it's a lot like oh i keep forgetting the paradox uh that you were trying to describe last time where you get halfway there but you still have halfway to go yeah like you you just keep getting closer and closer but you'll never get there
0: the ever chasing of a carrot on a stick
1: and i to yeah i kind of think like personal choice you said is is a big one the choice to do make my own decisions and like you said granted that those decisions come with consequences but i get to make those decisions there's not a lot that we're forced to do besides death and taxes death and taxes (laughs) (laughs) exactly what i was gonna say
0: (laughs) it's like we're friends or something
1: uh so that that's a big one for me and uh yeah where was i gonna go i was going somewhere
0: I don't know, but I, I could tell you that it's weird that being in a country where moving to different areas in the country, you have different freedoms. Freedom is not equal throughout, one, the world, to the country, or even, see, the state. Everything, freedom fluctuates. Freedom changes depending on your position, where you're
1: at, et cetera. Et cetera. Even further than that, Mike, I'd say it goes it goes down into different buildings. There's different rules for federal buildings and state buildings and private buildings. So you really got to watch your freedoms everywhere. You might lose or gain some just depending on what uh, where you walk into, what building you go into.
0: Uh, don't get me started on HOAs. That's that's a whole that's a whole can of worms I don't want to open. But I would definitely say that I have freedoms. And there are freedoms that I still wish to inquire. But to say that I am free, I would say I am, but I'd, I'd definitely put some asterisks next to that. How about you, Nick?
1: Yeah, I'd do the same. I And it's that's the thing about, like, um, the United States is working towards a more perfect union, right? We'll never reach that perfect union, we're working to create a more perfect one. And I think it's the same in our personal lives that we're work we're working to get more freedoms. Will we ever be completely free? I don't I don't know. But as time goes on you you are afforded more freedoms. You get yourself more freedoms or lose them as well, I guess.
0: Well, you brought up time, Nick, and if I can, I would like to jump a little bit into the history books to talk about freedom yeah freedom has something all our ancestors and even us today and in people in many countries have all aspired to granted it changes once again what the definition of freedom is depending on the person the culture the civilization the time period freedom for say spartacus fighting against rome was freedom to have choice like me and nick are blessed with and then move on to like the middle ages it was freedom to have your own land to not be a serf, to simply work your land with the sweat of your brow and whatever you make and god provides that's enough you're free then we start fast forwarding a little bit and we start to see a shift in civilization especially when Well, cities have already existed for a long time, but I would say what we can classify as more modern cities. Uh, So think more uh, Renaissance areas, a little bit after the uh, medieval ages, where freedom, because we've had more social freedoms, we want now more personal freedom. So the mind shift from freedom of land, choices went to freedom of responsibilities almost i would say more money which we'll probably talk about later on the podcast freedom to marry who you want no more a hierarchy system like they used to have in india with a caste system just freedom went from individual basis to freedom went to personal basis that makes sense
1: yeah i i I agree with that statement it's i think uh so i guess there's there's certain uh, i guess we really didn't spend that much time defining freedom but i i don't think we ever will so i guess now i was going to talk about kind of like the constraints of what i think is ke- keeping p- people unfree i don't know yeah what, what's the word for not um free? enslaved yeah that seems too dark um caged anyway So I think there's drawn and quarter. (laughs) So there's certain constraints on freedom that I think are in place, but also not all of these need to be enforced. Some of these are imagined kind of like, like what you're saying, Mike, is that we're kind of just the way society is kind of uh, enslaving ourselves, I guess. So I think the big ones for me that I thought of are fear, time, Money, societal pressure, and government are things that constrain people from being truly free.
0: I would agree with all those, but I would also add one more, Nick, and it would be yourself as an an individual. We are so often the keepers of our own cage, so I I think personally would add that one to the list.
1: I think we're on the same page. I th- I think I just called that one fear.
0: That's uh, I mean that's
1: or maybe even I, I guess you're right. I, maybe it's not fear. Maybe a better word would just be, I don't know. I don't know what a better word would be. But just like uh like how we're so, people are very happy with complacency, comfort. I guess maybe comfort. I don't know. Is that kind of what you were thinking?
0: Yes. I I I mean I'm guilty of it. Where in the morning I don't want to get up. I don't want to you know, shower. I want to stay in my warm bed. Maybe have a cup of coffee, go back to sleep, but I don't have, I can't because I have to pay the bills. (laughs) I have to make money to eat. So I'm not exactly free. And I guess that would be money and time. So perhaps we should start there, Nick.
1: Yeah. So I I think money is one of the big ones that I think if you have, the more money you have, the more free you really can be. I would definitely agree with that statement. You can buy land. You can buy whatever you want. You can park wherever you want because you can afford to pay parking tickets. You don't have to, I mean, if you have a lot of money I'm talking about, you don't have to fly commercial. You don't have to sit in TSA. I mean, that, that's the dream.
0: It is, and I would say also you could get what you want and not have to worry about it consequences kind of don't matter as much we've all heard it where some famous or wealthy person is able to get them pretty much a jail free card because they know people connections etc etc with money comes power power and freedom but just the idea of like i want this and you have it i would say that's freedom or like you know what today i'm not gonna do anything or today i'm gonna fly to uh Rome, that i would classify all those are freedom and that all stems from money
1: or today i'm not going to have to worry about paying mortgage or rent or whatever buying a house and saving for this or that yes
0: that's that'd be the realistic answer but you gotta dare to dream
1: yep and then still if you do have a bunch of money and so you're not constrained by fear. We're all constrained by time. If you have enough money, you can prolong it, I'm sure. But, I mean, celebrities are still dying. So <laughs> apparently we haven't reached that much money. Or
0: I don't know. Have you seen Keanu Reeves? He kind of looks immortal.
1: <laughs> that's true. He is the chosen one.
0: No, but I, I agree with you. To me, time is probably my most sought after commodity there's never enough time it always goes by too fast father time is undefeated and time gives you freedom now granted you could make the argument of which many people have made the argument for that having more discipline gives you more freedom and if you boil that down to me if you're more disciplined it means you have more time and more time means you have more freedom of time and that freedom of time is a pathway, it's a doorway. If you have more time to make more money, if you have more time to relax and do what you like, if you have more time to travel, that's all time-based freedom. Granted, it. if you have money, that loosens up sometimes, so that way you don't have to do all these things, so you have more freedom of time. It seems time is a sought-after freedom that I don't think anyone has yet to master.
1: Nope. Just I mean, like you said, there's, there's never enough time, no matter what you're doing. I mean, I wish I could do, I mean, I don't wish I could spend more time at work, but I wish I could spend more time doing the stuff I love, wish I could spend more time with my wife and hopefully, and that's the thing you would say, Oh, later on you can do that, but you never know when your time's going to run out. So it's, it's, (laughs) you never know when a mountain lion's is
0: going to come get you. (laughs)
1: It's easily the most pressing constraint, I would say, because you can have money and you can lose money. You'll still be alive. But when time runs out, there's nothing you can do.
0: What's the old saying? You can't reverse the hands of the clock or something like that? It's true. It's so very true. And I think many other freedoms gives you more freedom with time. But, Nick, since you brought it up, before we address back going back to time and go back to the other freedoms that you mentioned that people are sought after or limited to what's besides time. Cause that's an easy one. And that's something both me and you desperately seek more of is time. What more freedom would you want? If you had to choose one more thing to add freedom for, what would you want to add?
1: Um, so not time. So between my, would I rather be free of fear Mo- uh, have money, less societal pressure, or less government?
0: It could be any of those lists, or a different one that you did not uh, say yet.
1: Well, I mean, if I had less government, I would have more time and more money. <laughs> so, that's a pretty tempting one, because I, I do a lot of paperwork for the state and my job, and if I didn't have that much paperwork, I wouldn't have that much stuff to do at work so that one is tempting not gonna lie mostly because it's the most tedious part of my day and i'd rather be out being challenged doing solving actual problems doing something out in the woods than sitting behind a desk doing paperwork
0: or 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 doing a podcast with a friend (coughs)
1: um so ah that and then also i'd i would with less government i'd also have more freedoms that they would try to take away so i'm gonna have to go with less government mike what about you what uh what um freedom or what constraint would you most like to get rid of besides time Wait, is it money
0: no well i think actually no i think for me it would be freedom from oneself i think i i from a personal standpoint i probably get in my own way and trip over my own feet more than the government trips with me. Granted, it's not. It's it's a little different situation. But freedom of oneself, I think, gives a different type of freedom. I've never truly experienced. Like you can you can have a bird f- free of a cage flying around, but if it's still got a cage in its mind, it's not really free. So I would like to I would like to feel that freedom. What that feels like, not to have internal pressure, so to speak, like freedom of I need to work harder. I need to make this look better. I need to make this be perfect. I need to get in better shape. I need to yada, 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 Less of those freedoms. Less critical freedoms of myself, freedoms.
1: All right, so here's kind of an off-topic question. But without the yourself, would you be free? Like, uh, well, I guess it's not. You'd still be free from yourself, but without fear, there's no courage, right? So... If you got rid of your inner struggle, then there's no struggle. Are you really free of it? I guess technically you would be free. I don't know. What do you think?
0: I think your co- question confused me. I think I know what you're trying to go with, but for me, fear and courage aren't always related. To me, like if someone points a gun in my face and says they're going to kill me, I'm going to be scared. It's a natural instinct. Fear is something you can't control fear is something you dread or fear something you can't do anything about or haunts you that doesn't bother me i really don't have fear i have like scare like oh can i pay rent that's if i don't pay rent then i don't have a home that's reality fear is something different but to end to go back to about internal freedom Who I was, I I would say this is for every individual. Who you are five years ago is not the same person you are now. You are constantly growing, adapting, and surviving. So simply being free of an internal mental cage would simply be a new chapter in my book. It wouldn't necessarily change me no more than I change over this time span of a decade, I would say
1: uh, i I just I just I don't understand how you could take away like your this your the self that's holding you back and still like be you I guess. like I know so
0: so you don't want freedom of your own flaws.
1: I mean, but if we were all perfect, we'd all be the same, right? or it's our flaws that make us individuals.
0: I would disagree. I would say everyone's idea of perfect is different.
1: that's true, but if not so- essentially you're taking the challenge out of life then right so if you take away all of your flaws, then like everything you do is great, so there's no challenge right or like i I don't know like what's the challenge in in your life then if you get rid of all of the your if you're uh get rid of yourself holding you back
0: it'd be ex all external like climbing a mountain i it'd, it'd be like no you're no longer fighting an internal demon you're more fighting more of uh the world around you it's more can i climb this mountain let's see if i can climb this mountain much less of like nitpicking on yourself on create on messing up on something you're not kicking your own behind you're you're attacking the world rather than attacking yourself so to speak
1: okay i see what you're saying now i think uh yeah when
0: i say in when i say internal i mean simply getting out of your own way getting out of your own head not so much removing the obstacles and friction from life but simply removing a friction that's not necessarily needed in your life
1: yeah I, I i understand where you're coming from i just don't think uh you can I feel like you need a struggle. Like, that's that's essentially your decision-making, though, isn't it? Like, you're removing a part of your decision-making, of your self-doubt. I mean, you need to... Like, everyone needs a little self-doubt, right? No. To be To be humble and to I, acknowledge I never acknowledge where they made mistakes.
0: I never said I would remove self-doubt. I just said I would want to be free of my own internal struggles. That doesn't necessarily mean I don't want to worry about stuff ner- be nervous about stuff just want to be free <laughs> be free more free yeah there i mean it's like eating cookies right having a few cookies or a batchful of cookies is delicious but if you had too much you're gonna get sick or if you have none you get jealous of someone else having no the cookies there's a balance i would say the freedom of self-peace is a freedom and if you can master that, if you master yourself, I would say that's a freedom.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I think yeah, like like one of the constraint, like when I brought up fear as a constraint, I think it's because a lot of people let their selves hold them back from stuff. And like you brought it up too, so I I could see it. I I don't know if if my internal struggles bother me that much that I would get rid of that I would want to get rid of them i don't know as as much as you as you would i would <laughs>
0: I, i'm thinking i'm thinking of a quote of no one hates me more than i hate myself kind of kind of comedy joke and that's that's, that's very true but i did bring up fear and that might be a good point to talk about because i would say that holds back many people from being truly yeah, free fear
1: is something that obviously everybody has fear but i think this is the biggest uh contraction on freedom in today's day and age and i would mix fear with comfort as well um like uh i know and here's an example i moved to oregon uh, like three or so years ago and i went back to illinois and a lot of people like oh man it must be so great to be able to smoke pot legally and i don't smoke pot so i was like i I don't know and uh, they're like oh i just i just really wish i could I could uh, smoke pot legally like that'd be awesome like I'd love for Illinois to do that and obviously we know that they did now but this was a you know a lot of these people were like just graduating college or just graduated college and had like a pretty like generic job that they definitely have in Oregon and Colorado weed was also I'm assuming legal so there's and uh You know, they could have left if if they valued smoking weed legally that much, then it's pretty easy to just move. But I think so many people are so comfortable of where they're at that they're afraid to move somewhere else. And I think I mean, that's all of us. Like you said, Mike, I mean, I don't want to move from where I'm at. And I don't have, like, a super big reason to right now, but, like, it's, like, oh, it's kind of nice. I might might like to stay here for a little bit longer, even though I did enjoy moving around a lot uh, earlier. But it's just, uh, you get comfortable.
0: So, a few things. One, now that weed's legal everywhere, do they ask you, like, do you, how much cocaine and all all the drugs that Oregon is now made legal? <laughs> like It's like, man, I'd be so happy if I could just do meth. Man, I wish my state could make make meth legal.
1: Yeah, it turns out the people who do meth don't really care if it's legal or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but no, I I agree with you, Nick. On comfort and fear, walk hand in hand here. Comfort and fear both. Well, a I want to point out to say it's always grass is always greener on the other side. Uh, I I mean I'm guilty of it of daydreaming, dream imagination, dreaming of. You know, what my life could be, what it can be, like me being a superhero, All the if my life had more, I don't know, adventure or less adventure or stuff like that. So I understand where people are coming from where, oh man, like this far off land that I've never been to, it has possibilities. I mean, that's kind of how America ha- happened and it worked out pretty well for us, I would say. But the correlation between comfort and fear is one that cannot be overlooked and I'm very happy you brought it up because fear of say something simple say you're in middle school fear of asking out a girl if you were free and did not have that that limiter that governor on you like a to appease Nick you could still feel nervous scared to do it but you still do it that's where I guess courage comes from but that's what the definition of courage is a whole nother sub t- t- subject matter but the freedom not to be hindered by yourself to go ask that girl out in middle school or whatever and then also the comfort of like you said Nick where yeah you get comfortable you don't want to like i said earlier in the podcast you don't want to get out of bed you're nice and warm underneath the covers you want to you don't want to slowly walk to your coffee pot that you prepped and hit start as you go brush your teeth and hop in the shower you want to sleep you want to stay asleep you want to stretch you don't want to you don't want to do something that you want to stay comfortable but granted we grow the most and get more freedom when we're out of our comfort zone so it's it's freedom of both is a very delicate balance the freedom to be comfortable but the freedom to grow you can't do in comfort so The freedoms contradict each other, I would say.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a very, oh my gosh, contradictory podcast.
0: What, us doing a contradictory podcast in 2021?
1: No. I was more concerned about me saying contradictory. I really thought I was going to fuck that up.
0: (laughs) Hey, I have not messed up a major word in a very long time, Nick. You (laughs) might be the first of this new year to mess up on the podcast
1: challenge accepted (laughs) um but yeah i think fear is definitely something that holds a lot of us back in in comfort and like it's just uh you know like so many times people are like oh man i wish i could do that it's like a lot of the times it's uh, it's mostly just the thing that they don't want to do is that the getting there right like the traveling like the the long drives like oh it must be cool to go and like do all those cool hikes and travel all over it's like yeah but you got to actually like do the driving of like the whatever drive and all this stuff which is like something few people like to do but i hear a lot of people say that man like i want to do that but like And then everyone's life is different. I'm not saying like everyone can just go do something cool on the weekends or do something whatever on the weekends. But like if you want to do it, you know, the only a lot of especially in America, a lot of the times the only thing stopping you is you.
0: And I'm still confused on how you were confused on my freedom choice if I had if I had to choose another freedom what that statement you just said. Strongly backs because, up my argument.
1: Well, you've met my father. I inherited a—I uh, yes. don't know—a genetic predisposition to just doing what I want to do when I want to do it. So that's really not an issue for me.
0: I would say sort of.
1: Because well, I bet you, my wife would tell you a different answer. That—that's
0: where I was kind of going with it where that's where you have your individual freedoms such as like you know the freedom to conquer fear or comfort and such like that but then you have societal freedom societal structures that limit those freedoms it's like it's like an engine has a governor and a, another engine uh, on top of that engine has a governor it's like everything has so many glass ceilings it's like a it's like one of those russian dolls inside of each other where you got one freedom but this freedom covers up this freedom and just continuously goes but yeah i would i would say societal freedom nick i mean you can't go to i don't know say well i was going to say go to the white house and, and sit at the oval
1: office but poor timing right now but
0: <laughs> yeah i was going to say i mean <laughs> with the proper timing you could have <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit
1: lost now because my analogy went with my initial answer of less government. <laughs>
0: yeah, but no, like uh, you can speed if you want, but you have that freedom to do that. But those consequential choices and that thoughts inside of your own head and that societal norm makes it not so much freedom.
1: Yeah, I do want to say something that I came across when I was trying to figure out what is freedom is a lot of people say like, oh, you can't kill someone and get away with it. Like we're not in a free society. Freedom doesn't mean freedom from the consequences of our actions freedom just means we have the option to do whatever we want in my mind so i don't my definition of freedom doesn't mean we can just kill people and get away with it and i don't think most people's definitions do either could be wrong on that one
0: well i have definitely considered there's some people i'm just like god if i had one free pass I'd probably use it on you and the world would be a better place but yeah no i i agree with you nick it's Freedom of choice, we are definitely blessed to have. Freedom from the consequences, though, I don't think anyone is free of that. I don't think anyone from President of the United States to Vladimir Putin has freedom of, from the consequences. Now, granted, if you have a lot of money and power. Those, what, those consequences you get are not free from severely shrink. So there is there is wiggle room
1: yeah i agree and uh, i forget who said it but the, the quotes like a civilized society only limits the options available to people if they risk harm to others so things that limit you know like like you said speeding and killing people uh, i don't know <laughs> that's a terrible comparison those two things but <laughs> let's just say killing people right
0: yeah, they're on par with each other. They're sure. killing
1: people. <laughs> well, yeah, killing people should be should be regulated. I think we can all agree on that because it's limiting the options available to people if they risk harm to others. Whereas, like in actually, I think Montana did get speed limits now. Um, no,
0: that's okay. We saw the autobahn in Germany.
1: I'm not going to Germany for freedom, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh touche. Touche.
1: Um but yeah, so yeah, I, I think we're getting a little bit off topic, but definitely freedom doesn't mean freedom of responsibility. You were talking about societal constraints still.
0: Yes, but that kinda leads into can a person be truly free? Which I'm not sure sh- I're not sure if we want to hop into quite yet.
1: Um yeah yeah we can go there so and i guess this kind of so take away societal pressures something i looked at i don't know if you thought about this mike is people always look at birds and animals and say ah oh, i wish i could be free and fly like the birds right
0: you son of a bitch i was about to go there
1: well <laughs> i wanted to say it because i figured you might take it <laughs> so, son of a bitch continue continue um, but birds, either are prey or they're. Well, I guess either way, they're they someone's prey. So you still have the nature trying to kill you. You're still constrained by time. You just have you can fly, and that's pretty cool. But uh, you still have pressures. So I think it's kind of like uh, when you're talking about heaven, right? That no one really cares about heaven we don't really talk about heaven just because it's kind of boring right so there's everywhere else there's these pressures and even if you're a bird that doesn't have any of the societal pressures we're talking about there's still some stress that would restrict your freedom you might not want to fly out like an owl you might not fly out during the day because you can be taken out by a bigger bird you can fly at night when nothing's going to kill you what's uh, the quote from Ricky Bobby the field mouse is fast but the owl sees at night
0: <laughs> oh i haven't seen that movie in a minute no but you are right we we even say in poems films society that you know it's a free range or it's a free animal it's a you know wild is associated with I would say freedom, maybe not directly, but definitely correlated. As Nick said, like a like a bird, yes, it's, you know, free to do whatever. It doesn't have to pay taxes. It could lay in the sun all day long, but it doesn't have the freedom of having to hunt to find food, provide for its offspring, freedom of the weather. He doesn't get to choose or decide the weather. Freedom of, you know, something coming up and snatching it, freedom of getting parasites diseases it's free in a different sense but it's simply trading one freedom for another me and nick we're free from the weather in a an a aspect we don't get to control the weather but at least we can go inside where it's warm and we
1: can go to other places that are warm shelter yeah try working outside i'm not that free from the weather (laughs) (laughs) it's got rained on all day today huh maybe you're more
0: like a bird nick you know you rained on all day you got you're covered in parasites and pinworms huh you're about to get jacked up by a mountain lion
1: are you sure you're not a wild animal i i wouldn't be surprised that's why i said i'm work working outside you you do get appreciation for all these freedoms and these comforts and stuff right like you become more thankful for being like inside and warm like it is actually pretty sweet. And I am thankful that I get to recognize how cool it is that I don't have to sleep outside or I have days where I don't need to actually stand outside in the rain all day. But at the same time, I you know I do not get to, sometimes don't get to choose if I get to work outside. And I do have to sit outside and I don't always want to do that. But you need that balance, right? Yeah, so you need to appreciate both sides. But I think because of that, Balance. I'm a lot less like, uh, easier on some of these other things, but it's because I have so much freedom of like working outside and big open spaces, a lot, like a lot of these little things drive me insane that I have to do because I'm more focused on the bigger things I would say. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just a, like a different perspective. Like all the little things on it, like uh, my biggest, If I could get rid of one thing in my life, it'd be, like, all the little shit you have to do just to, like, be current, right? Or, like, be responsible, societal pressures, like, save for retirement and have, like, insurance for this, insurance for that, you know, buy your license for this, buy your license for that. All I want to do is put trees in the ground, read books, catch fish. Like, I don't know why life is so complicated, man. I don't know why. Just... Just let me be outside. Let me do my thing.
0: And I think that brings us up to a good point of can we truly be free? And for me personally,
1: no. Hashtag free Nick.
0: Hashtag free Nick. Let's get that trending, ladies and gentlemen. But I don't think any individual or any creature living thing can be free I mean truly free I mean absolute freedom I mean going back to even Greek mythology gods Hades uh Zeus Hera were all limited they were gods most powerful beings on the planet and even like Hades White Penelope Perelope something with a p I can't quite remember she's responsible for spring that even though she's a god was still bounded by the underworld and that's could only come up during the spring and summertime or zeus who would become an animal and we're just not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole but then would still get like affected by hera gods weren't truly free
1: i would say zeus had to take responsibility for the actions of well, I guess um, his What was actions? that town near
0: <laughs> near you with horses?
1: Oh, Enumclaw? There we go. It's not he did near me. But,
0: yes. <laughs> sure, I don't know. <laughs> I just know horses and somewhere in the northwest. Yeah, yeah. Zeus pulled the Enumclaw. Uh, yeah, he was definitely not free from those responsibilities. But if gods in our own mythology aren't truly free... How can we expect us mortal men to actually be free? And before I get into more, Nick, I'd love to hear your opinion on it.
1: My opinion on if we can be truly free or why are gods not truly free?
0: Either or. I'm curious about both.
1: So one, I guess you could say because we created gods and we couldn't imagine where we weren't truly free or were, whatever, um, that we there was a world without like these pressures that could be it um but two i th- i don't think we can be completely truly completely free in the sense that you can do whatever you want wherever you want whenever you want for the most part i think you can get like 90 percent of the way there 90 percent. if you want uh i mean so like if your objective is to be like truly free uh, and just provide for yourself. Like you want to be like the guy who goes to Alaska and just survives off Alaska, off the wilderness and lives in a cabin up there. You can do that. But
0: so I'm talking true, truly freedom, not true freedom, truly freedom. I know I'm getting there. So I think
1: so, but then yes, he still has to, you know, you'd have to fear the cold hunger so you're still constrained there. But I think to me, the biggest, the biggest constraint is, is other people telling me how to live my life, which is, I think like the, without that, I, I think I would be a lot happier and a lot. I feel, I'd feel a lot more free now. I'm never, you're never going to st- worry, stop worrying about death. You're never going to stop worrying about time. You're always going to have some sort of fear. But you can grow out of fear. You can push past your fear. Again, I there's nothing you can do about death. But you have to accept that it's coming and value each day because you know the value of time. And that's what makes you appreciate life. And if you don't appreciate life, it's not worth living and you can't have freedom. Which is why I think um, you have the right, the Jefferson wrote, you have the right to pursue happiness, not you have a right to freedom because the pursuit of happiness and the pursuit of that freedom is what we can get is, is attainable. But I guess technically, Mike, I don't think we'll ever be 100% free like of, you know, like we said, the, like time, um, fear, you know, money and ourselves. I, I don't think you can ever be a hundred percent free of all of those
0: our mindsets in this are very different and it's very curious to me. So for me, the max percentage a person could truly be free, and I'm saying max, is 20%. I think a quote-unquote free and societal slash what we kind of think of the world free, like when some people at first you know, envision the word free, what first comes to mind, I think The 90% is correct, but to be truly free, realistically, that 20% seems a little too high. Because no matter what, you're still going to have external forces, internal forces, things you can't control. So yes, you have time, nature, but you also have science. You also have the rules of the universe, the laws of physics that you must obey. You'll never be free of those unless you go into a parallel universe, which is an, another rabbit hole of discussion. But freedom, true ultimate freedom, I don't think can be possible. And if you is possible, I think you become the God. I mean, I, that's the only thing i can closely innate to truly freedom. I don't, think the human brain is capable of understanding or comprehending what truly freedom is hence why we make up words like gods and even like i kind of agree with you said there earlier nick that even our own gods that we make up in mythology they're not truly free because we can't understand it i think truly freedom is nigh impossible and what we have and what we envision as freedom is just a tip of an iceberg that we shall never dip below the water.
1: So I, I agree with what you're saying, but we'll call it, um,
0: you have to disagree out of principle.
1: Uh, what would you call it? Like, uh, applied freedom, pra- no, practical freedom, I'll say practical freedom, right? Of things you can change. You'll never be able to change. Like you said, time, You'll never be able to change the laws of physics. And that's something that I can accept that. That's, I can accept that that's not going to change. But there are things in your life that you can change that can make you more free. And I think, obviously, the money is the easiest one, right? Talk about, you can make more money, your life will get more free. Whether, now you have to sacrifice time to make money. So yes, there's a sacrifice there and you are still not free. You have to use one constraint to make the other. But hopefully that pays off on later down the road. So... But
0: I want to add on one thing and then another thing after you're done talking. But isn't it true that people who make $75,000 are just as happy as people make a million dollars? Like the psychology between the two people, there's no difference for happiness?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it actually starts going down the more you make.
0: So I imagine that's got to have some freedom. I mean, you have enough to be financially secure, but not enough to constantly want to keep making it. Perhaps, just a, just something I wanted to add on, sorry.
1: Yeah, that's, that's definitely a good point. But you do need to have a certain amount of money to be free. Because if you, the, mo- the less money you have, the more rules you have to play by.
0: I, mm, sort of, I would disagree with that. I would say the less money you have, the less rules you have to, play by because you're poor and stuff like that but also the more you'd have to play by because you're needing help from other things or simply the rule of nature of you have to hunt for etc etc and on the opposite end with richness i i don't know if richness is a word but anyhow on the opposite end with wealthiness the person is yeah free of all these you know bills nuances buying food etc but now they have all these freedom of people asking them for money all these freedoms of to keep up a caveat, all these freedoms for uh an image. There's different freedoms that got changed out in a place. like you only have you can only have like a set amount of freedoms and you get to choose which one.
1: That's true for some people. I'm talking like the Richard Bransons who made a bunch of money and now they just party, and his keeping up his image is just partying, right? So that doesn't seem too bad. like seems like he's pretty free. He's got a bunch of money traveling the world, partying with the young women on his boats. Must must be tough.
0: We'll just uh, cut, out, cut out that one part for Blair so she doesn't hear that part. But yeah, no, I mean, but still, I, I think you're just exchanging one freedom for another. It's not, it's yin and yang is balanced. You can't have everything. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you get what you need. And I, I even think with even wealthiness of, I, I would imagine being wealthy, and I could be wrong, this could be just an individual basis, but if you're wealthy and you have that money, I would imagine you would want to feel the obligation to do something with it, to feel the pressure of to do something good with it, to spend it, to fully live your life, even though that's not what you might exactly want. Who knows? He could be a partier, but he also could be, you know, just wanting to stay at home, go fishing and read and just have a million dollars in the bank. But because he has all that money, his mindset changes because society or his own internal structure of like, yes, I have this money. Now I have to use it. I would imagine, I I, I stand by that you can only have a certain amount of f- freedoms and the number of them changes. The, what they are changes depending on. What structural path and what path you walk down? Does that make sense, or did I confuse yourself, myself?
1: No, th- that makes sense, and I I see your point. I just think, uh, I think there's a certain. I just feel like I don't. Uh, I'm not as pressured by like I don't know inside and outside pressures as much as like I don't know. You're you're making it seem like it would be. But I think that's also because... See, I disagree with that.
0: Because I imagine how you were raised of your parents trying to teach you to be a good person. That's a societal pressure of you got to be a good person. You got to do this. You got to not be an asshole. You got to pick up a trash when you're in the woods and you see it. That's a societal pressure. Or... When your wife gives you an opinion or an idea or you want to make her...
1: But if it's something I want to do because it's something I believe in, like I don't want trash in the woods, so I pick up trash. Yes. I'm free to drive past that, but it's because it's something I want to do that I pick it up. See,
0: I disagree with that. I don't think you're free to do that. I mean, you are...
1: So are we back... We're essentially back at determinism, it sounds like. Well,
0: a little bit, yes. But... You're not free to do that because you were taught before you had consciousness that this is what you're supposed to do. That's not—as much as you want it to be your choice, it's not your—yeah, we're back to determinism and free will.
1: (laughs) But I think it is my choice because I've definitely seen trash. I'm like, ah, I'm not picking it up. But then I've also seen trash and like and I my brain goes through the entire process of decomposition of that trash in the time frame like oh, fuck I got to pick this up.
0: Yeah, would you not so, say that's a societal pressure?
1: I would say I don't because that's not a societal pressure because I know the process of decomposition of plastics. No. That's not a societal pressure of need to pick up trash. That's just I know how this plays out and I think for the benefit of the land which is has absolutely no say in anything. I'm going to clean it up. Yep.
0: But how were you taught that?
1: That I was taught that it was bad to litter? Could I not come yes. to that conclusion on my own?
0: No, if you didn't if you dropped a person who had no memory, no education into a place, they would have no idea. That's why our ancestors littered.
1: Okay, so we are in fact back to determinism, which I don't agree with. So I'm just
0: saying you're you are having internal and external limits on your freedom or influences on your freedom I just don't think you're seeing them I think you're making it too black and white and it's what a limit for or how a societal person thinks is a gray area
1: okay so let's use I'm trying to give you an example that's not Black and white, like, okay, boots, boots, Um, okay,
0: okay. Like, um, I imagine you weren't born wearing cowboy boots. No, I mean, I I could be wrong, but who knows?
1: Uh, actually, I don't know. I I did grow up in Texas part of the time, Mike. So,
0: (laughs) oh, shut up, you're born in California. Uh, but anyway,
1: cut that part out,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but based on the environment you grew up in and seeing your friends like i imagine especially over off going off to university when you see some of your friends using certain fishing line or certain brands you kind of want that because maybe it's good gear maybe you actually want it because it's you know it's a proficient at what it does and you want that that freedom of shoot that freedom was kind of taken from you to discover on your own that freedom was because of your surrounding areas you picked up on it that would be i was to say a societal impact on your freedom especially your freedom of choice even though you would not it's like some little marketing almost Some little marketing you don't really know but it does impact your freedom you might have i i think you're like I think you're
1: so I get what you're saying I get what you're saying that uh, I'm influenced by all these outside pressures i I would not sa- realizing it I
0: would say you're only narrowing that like the basic peer pressure for outside pressures for your freedom when the outside environment for your impact on freedom can be much more subtle and things you don't even know about
1: yeah, I mean I would agree that. Like, who you're with, where you are, you're going to dress, maybe act differently just because of societal pressures. But I think it only becomes an infringement on your freedom when it's keeping you from doing something that you want to do. So, like you said, maybe I start wearing cowboy boots when I hadn't before. That. But is it really my dream to wear Vans or... Do I just like shoes that I don't have to tie? Okay, so
0: I don't think you're seeing the whole big picture here. So okay, you have – all right, get boots, right, instead of getting Vans. Yeah. Those boots, now when people walk up to you, see with you, whether you like it or not, everyone checks out everyone just to, you know, it's just in our human nature too because we're not free of it, of our ancestors. Are they a physical threat? Can I take them down in a fight? are they possible mating uh, sp- um, uh possible mate we all check that and they might see boots and they go oh this person i can get along with or vice versa you wear vans like oh, this person's wearing vans i might uh, uh. even if you're not consciously thinking it you could subconsciously think it and that impacts your freedoms because that person might treat you differently uh, say you go do a, a business interview and instead of wearing a blue shirt, you're wearing a white shirt. And because you weren't wearing a little color, you seem a little bit boring, even though it's the exact same thing. But that choice you made is now impacting your internal life because of an external force.
1: Okay. I, I understand what you're saying. Yes. But I don't understand how that's limiting my freedom. Like it's, it, yes, it, like you're saying, it's changing the course of my life. Because I didn't get whatever job, but at the, like,
0: so you didn't get that job. You didn't get that. You didn't get that extra paycheck. That means more money for the same amount of time, which means you would have more money. Which means you could have got yourself more time. More time gets you more freedom to do what you want.
1: If, but I think, I think we're getting kind of off topic here, because I I don't think that that is is freedom, right? The freedom to choose. So if it came down. If I lost a job interview because I didn't come off as exciting because of what color shirt I was wearing, probably wasn't gonna get that job interview anyway. If the objective is to make your resume stand out, so maybe I didn't wear the right color shirt. But if you're a qualified person, you have good references. That's what I'm going for. And no, you're
0: you're looking at it far too literal. Okay,
1: but like, what is the freedom of cost like? Wh- yes i lost a job and i lost money and that sucks but like what is the actual freedom that was taken away from me my freedom of choice where did i lose that i
0: well you you lost freedom of choice down the road you lost it's a domino effect because you didn't get that job means you're working instead of working you know 60 hours a week you're working 40 hours a week making double the pay Imagine Nick, if you had, if you only, if you actually only worked forty hours and you had double your pay, how much more stress relief would that be? How much more things you could do, travel, go and do, uh, take vacation days? Like the amount of freedom increases, and that amount of freedom increases because you have financial security, because you have that one job, and then that financial security means now you have more freedom of choice because you have money to make different decisions. It's a domino effect everything has a cause and effect and everything ripples freedom yes is your choice but freedom is heavily impacted by those around you freedom is impacted by people across the world that you have never talked to the freedom like your phone right now it the freedom to text whoever you want is affected because someone might not have wired the uh the pcb right that all these minute little freedoms all add up to a bigger picture. Hence why we really don't have that much control of our life. We have some, but not much. Hence why I really don't think any individual could have total freedom. And the amount of freedom that we said earlier, I agree with about 80, 90%, but there's still caveats and asterisks with that.
1: So I think when I'm talking like yeah we're, we're, we're definitely coming at freedom two separate ways here even though neither of us could agree on a definition we both see it as something else
0: it's our freedom to have our own definitions of freedom that is the ultimate freedom
1: and and you go back to uh i think it's jefferson yeah with for with the pursuit of happiness you're free to try and become free right you're not free to get that job that makes you more free all right it's your objective to do that on your own so if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen now and i think there's this another thing that uh going back to thomas jefferson um talking about who could vote in america and they obviously everyone knows they chose white landowners The reason they chose landowners is because landowners could grow their own crops and could be self-sufficient, hence they could be free of outside influences. Now, obviously, they still have stuff like ships or whatever, but the idea was that if you could grow all your own food and be self-sufficient, you were free of needing to rely on people. So I think we actually have the freedom to cut a lot of shit out in our lives that we... We don't need to rely on all these people. We do because it's easier. If we really wanted to, you could do something else, right? But...
0: Oh, I can completely agree. It's like going back to that comfort versus fear, comfort and fear uh, discussion we had early in the podcast. No, I I completely agree with that statement, Nick, where we have the freedom. But at the same time, even though we have the freedom, we don't really have the freedom, (laughs) it's 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 like the it's like a pencil on a computer screen the pencil's there but it's not really there it's i i i i'm lacking it
1: uh yes like yeah but like you're saying like we can have the illusion of freedom of having freedom given enough choices we can choose what we can and can't do or given a We have the illusion of choosing what we can and can't do, when in reality, most of our actions are predetermined based on societal pressures and where we are, how we are, how we are dressed, what we're doing, what we were raised, uh, who we were raised by, that kind of stuff. So we are all
0: free to choose what what we think freedom is. And I guess, me and you, Nick, we have very different definitions of freedom now i now i f- understand why webster is, is definition of freedom is so vague and it's <laughs> it's not very good sense freedom
1: i don't think you actually read their definition on the podcast you want to let the uh audience know what the definition is oh
0: yes my apologies for those wondering webster the definition freedom is the quality or state of being free and then they have such as to give examples, but the definition of itself is the quality or state of being free. That is freedom. Now you may wonder, well, what's the definition of free? Well, the definition of free, there's quite a few different different definitions of free. Probably the most, I guess, uh, Relatable to this conversation would be number three for Webster, which is not determined by anything beyond its own nature or being, choosing, or capable of choosing for itself. Which, I guess, freedom of choice. It all all comes down... I guess freedom is solely freedom of choice, Nick. (laughs) It
1: always was.
0: I... No, I... I don't know. It's just... That just still leaves a bad taste in my mouth, like... I'm trying to think of uh, underneath Stalin, someone like a farmer who lives in the middle of nowhere. Who, no, the politics doesn't even affect him. Is he free? He, the uh, the local politics, the the communist party doesn't affect him, but he still lives in communist Russia. Is he free? It's 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 like a question of a tree falls in the wood. Does it make? And no one's there to hear. It doesn't it make a noise.
1: I think so. And that's. I think. Uh, yeah. I mean. I think people are freer than they give credit for. And I think that relatively most people are pretty free. And I think we're only having this discussion because we're not, uh, I mean, yes, yeah, we're not in China, right? (laughs) Like we're not in North Korea. So while we may not say that we are completely free because we're always working in China, ourselves are always working to become more free in like (laughs) our country, not to single out Anyone who doesn't live in the United States, just happens to be from the United States, working towards a more perfect union, not a perfect union, is that we can always improve on ourselves, right? So, I think we're we're pretty free, and uh, so I I don't know. I think I'm yes, I might be looking at this a lot um, simpler than you, Mike. It might be because I'm four cores lights deep, aka two craft beers deep. But uh...
0: maybe maybe that's why I want to be free from internal. And you want to be free from government. <laughs> You're looking at a simpler thing like, God damn, government come take my job. i my like, whiskey. But we're not free. <laughs> we're not free. Everything's determined. Everything. <laughs> now, now you understand my choice for freedom, Nick. I
1: don't know. I, I personally... Like the only times I don't feel free is if it involves government paperwork. That's all. That's all government. <laughs> what else? Um, And like uh, I'm pretty much free to do most things at work. I mean, it's we have a common goal. Right. So I know what needs to get done. So it's not like I'm really being forced to do anything. It's more we're all working towards a common objective. So um, I have a choice and I could probably opt out of things, but I'd rather volunteer and make myself uh, not a loser, make myself essential. And that way they can't live without me. So that's another choice that I make. Um, so that's that's kind of my own doing. Uh, and yeah, that draws time. And then let's see what else. I don't know. I I really like, I mean, I, I have to give props to my wife here. Like, I'm really not limited in whatever I do for, like, she hasn't said I can't do anything. And Right, Nick's a swinger. It's confirmed. <laughs> You're a swinger. It's confirmed. <laughs> You're right. Okay, there are s- a few things that I can't do. <laughs> but, like, man, I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm not free. I can drive. All over this country, I can go wherever I want. Like, the only thing that limits me is government and money. And, uh, like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, there's certain things in society that I can or can't do. Like, you know, if I'm driving the company, I guess that's a work thing. But, like, yes, it's impolite to do certain things. And so I'd rather not, but I'm going to do them to be nice. That's a societal pressure. But uh, the consequences of that are... Uh, whatever they are but I'd rather not face those consequences just because I don't want to be like I don't want people to know that I'm a dick for whatever it is that I did at the freaking Costco or something so I don't know I guess that's but that's so minute to me that that's not like I'm not going to revolve my life around oh man I uh they don't let me go topless to Costco I I don't know, like. The only times I'm really limited in things I actually want to do, or or things that really affect my life, it's it's gotta be government. I mean, what is some like? Here's a question, Mike. Unless you had the response.
0: No, please, please ask away.
1: When have what is the moment in your life that you felt the most free?
0: It's probably my favorite memory. I've said it once before on the podcast. Um, I was in high school. I don't even know if I could drive yet in a cold chicago garage in the middle of december with a speaker that beeps every minute on the dot a song on repeat and a space heater that i had to kick every five minutes to keep on from freezing to death as i'm teaching myself how to solder it's i all sense of time all sense of responsibility it i was like i was like a pit bull chasing chasing a squirrel there was just the mission it was
1: that's a, that's a terrible analogy. <laughs> My pit bull is not focused at all. Try try all something else. Right, I was else. like
0: I was like a I was like a I was like a leper. I was like a cheetah chasing a gazelle. All I could see was the gazelle. I wasn't worried about, you know, uh how much energy I'm wasting. I wasn't worried about the cold. I wasn't worried about what I'm going to do tomorrow. I wasn't worried about, I didn't I didn't realize I didn't eat for like 24 hours like i everything disappeared it was just one moment of pure focus and at the same time imagination like that that i think was the biggest time i was ever free i would say that and skydiving definitely was up there skydiving it's a weird sensation man when you first pull that chute and the entire world's still moving, and you're not because of physics. It's weird. It makes you feel like you're a pinpoint in the universe, and you're simply scrolling through the universe like Google Maps. That was surreal. I guess adrenaline moments make me feel the most free. That probably that's why I'm an adrenaline junkie. But what about you, Nick? What are moments that made you feel
1: the most free? It would be um, my honeymoon me and my wife went to Alaska. Well, we got married in Alaska. So we were in Alaska, and we did a backcountry hiking trip where you hike from one airstrip, and they pick you up another airstrip over the course of three days on uh, kind of the Alaska-Canada border. And when the plane dropped us off and then left, we were in the middle of the Alaskan wilderness with an objective of a certain amount of miles in three days, uh, two nights, and I put... And I brought my right my uh Henry lever action brass like octagon barrel old school forty five seventy and I had that in my pack and my wife, and it was like, there's not another human for like like thirty forty miles. It's just us out in the middle of absolutely nowhere but a completely beautiful area and I was like oh so this this is what it's like." Like, the only thing, the only pressures we were facing is temperature, not freezing, and bears. And, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: I think we have very... I, I'm i trying to figure out how to word this. I would say freedom of aloneness is a freedom. But to me, freedom of aloneness doesn't have to be solely isolated to me. I guess your Far more external, and I'm far more internal, is what I'm realizing in this freedom choice. I think freedom more for you comes from outside, and freedom for me comes with inside. It's quite interesting, quite intriguing. I'm learning quite a bit about myself and your, and you, Nick.
1: Yeah, that's uh. if only we had realized this at the beginning of the podcast, it would have saved us a lot of explaining.
0: <laughs> oh, that's half the fun. But perhaps maybe I should do a synopsis because we've covered quite a bit of a topic. So we have people have always been trying to get more freedoms from the beginning of time. Freedom has always been on our mindsets and over time freedom has changed. Then we have, you know, what I would say is up there for probably the most important freedoms. And at least a lot in the first world countries, depending on which first world country, but freedom of choice, which me and Nick both hold very dear. And then from that, we have other freedoms, but they're all affected by everyday life, but we can still control them. We can still make more money. We can get more time. We can do these basic things to be more free, but to be totally free and... I'm speaking on my behalf because I'm not quite sure where Nick stands on this. Because I've, I, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining you've changed a little bit as discussing this. But to be totally free, or highly free, I think on an overview is not impossible, and it's also such a low percentile. To be quite free, I think is high, but I think that just depends on the, what skill you're looking at. Would you agree with my statements,
1: Nick? Yeah, I, I would agree with your statements.
0: Now, with freedoms... Hang on. Before I continue, do you have anything else you want to add? Or do you have any other topic pieces?
1: Um, I don't have anything else. We've
0: talked about lots of different freedoms and what freedom means to us. Our own personal experiences, what freedoms we want more. And realizing that me and Nick have completely different definitions of freedom, which... Might be a fun competition one day, Nick, when we have our own, I don't know, clubhouse. We sit around with a huge library, drinking some scotch, smoking some cigars, and we simply write down our own definitions or make up our own definitions of freedom. But for those listening, I would love to hear what you believe is your freedom. Like, What do you think freedom is? Because everyone, (laughs) just me and Nick alone, we have our own definitions of freedom. And I imagine for every single person, they have their own definitions of freedom. So please, let us know what your freedom is. What is your definition of freedom? And Nick,
1: where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram at Backyard Philosophy. Can they find us on Twitter? No, because there's no freedom on Twitter, Mike.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very, very true. And out of curiosity, Nick... What book are you reading?
1: I am still reading uh, Tree Story, a book about tree ring dating and uh, and kind of history and, and climate. And, and trees, Mike. You know it's all about the trees. What are you reading?
0: I'm reading still um, This Explains Everything. It's kind of a, I guess, science meets philosophy. Each kind of chapter is addressing a scientist's, like I guess, ultimate question or theory or something like that and they explain and they explain through it or the brilliance of it or the excellence or the complexity of it. Kind of short and sweet, but I'm I'm very enjoying it, coming close to an end of it now.
1: Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram.